So autism and Halloween can be super difficult. Here's my essential guide. Let's get into it. Don't go anywhere. Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Aspie world. My name is Danny. I have autism and ADHD and I absolutely love helping autistic people reach their full potential. And so if you want to come along for this journey with me, hit that subscribe button by clicking the notification bell down below and follow me on all my social media channels for daily videos. I upload four a day because I'm just a crazy dude. I love Halloween. It's probably one of my favorite holidays. I know my son loves Halloween. I know so many people who just love Halloween because it's like one of those cool holidays, right? It's just nuts. You get to do crazy stuff and eat candy. It's not always easy for artistic people to enjoy Halloween. I know here it's kind of crazy. We probably get maybe 100 to 200, you know, trick-or-treaters um, on the night coming here and, you know, we decorate the house and there's a whole lot of stuff that goes into it. So that being said, it's not always easy to navigate around what to do in Halloween, how to prep and how to prepare. This is why I'm giving you this video. So the first thing I'd say is that you need to choose the right costume. Now this means that you're going to choose a costume that's not triggering for yourself or your, for, for the child that you have on the autism spectrum. It's sensory pleasing, so the material is sensory pleasing. You're not going to get irritated by being too hot in it, it's not too fuzzy, it doesn't make noises, doesn't light up. All these things have to be come into consideration when you're picking a costume. If you're going to make it yourself, maybe have your child or yourself you make the costume so that you know exactly what's going into it, how you can get out of it easy, you know, you know the way around it. Also, I would definitely say wear it. A couple of times around the house before actually putting it on for Halloween. You need to get used to something before using it and I did this last year I was a dragon. Uh, my whole family were all dragons um, and um, but we all got COVID just before Halloween even though uh, I was better my son was better uh, my partner she still had COVID so it was just me and my son going out as dragons uh, on Halloween. It was really good it was really warm um, but I was so glad that I wore the dragon outfit in the house first for a little bit because if I hadn't have done that I would have been a bit kind of like oh uh, it, it was just it was quite a hot uniform so I knew that I didn't have to wear shorts underneath or a t-shirt I just put the thing on but if I hadn't have done that I would definitely put shorts and t-shirt on and I would have been like so hot walking like the entire block uh, just you know collecting candy and we had so much candy to bring back so definitely make sure that costume uh, you know preparation is, is number one. Okay, so the next thing is preparing for trick or treating. Now, this can be done in both ways. Like, you prepare yourself that you know that kids are gonna come to the door. What we did after a certain time is we left a bowl of like candy and sweets and stuff on a table with a with like a scary skeleton saying, please take one. And there's cameras all over the place, so like it's not like the kids could have trashed our lawn or anything like that or our car. And so preparing for that was probably super interesting because it allowed me to relax knowing that I wasn't gonna get disturbed after a certain time because I prepared. I prepared that, yes, I'll answer the door to trick-or-treaters up until like eight o'clock at night and then everybody after that will just kind of have to deal with the fact that it's late enough that, you know, we'll be chilling out for our evening and watching our Halloween scary movies and then um, the kids can just take the candy as they come because, again, we live in a very busy uh, estate. There's, there's a lot of kids here um, and there's a lot of trick-or-treaters around. If you have a child and you want to prepare them for, for Halloween, if they're on the autism spectrum, then I would definitely watch videos on trick-or-treating, how it's done, the language, the lingo, what is meant by trick-or-treat, maybe a little bit about the history of it. The more context and detail you can give somebody about this, the more ease they will have in actually following through and doing those things because they'll feel more like relaxed because they know more about it. They, they, they'll be more in control of what that is. And so trick-or-treating can be really fun, but also you just gotta make sure that you're doing it right, right? Okay, so the next one is sensory considerations. Now this is basically about your house and where you're planning to go. Is the environment that you live in gonna be decorated for Halloween? And if so, is that gonna be sensory pleasing for sensory seekers, or is it gonna be sensory, um, you know, annoying for people who are sensory avoiders? Now, I would highly recommend checking out uh, some examples of like sensory muted houses for Halloween or autism-friendly houses 
is available on Google and you probably find a bunch of different people who have made soft lights, not scaring loud noises, um, no disco lights, you know, all that kind of stuff. And also the environment that you're going to go visit. Are you planning to go to a party? Well, think about the decorations they're going to have there. Think about the, I don't know, the lighting or, or the sounds and the music and stuff. Just prepare yourself or your child for those events in that area. Guys, I just want to take this short message break to tell you that I want to thank today's sponsor, Brillia, for sponsoring today's video. Now, Brillia is a company I've been working with and taking this homeopathic medication for two years now. Now, Brillia is a non-prescription-based homeopathic medication, which means it's supernatural, it's dead awesome, and I think it works really, really well for me. Now, it definitely helps with enhancing clarity, improving concentration and attention, which is what I need, and it also reduces anxiety, stress, impulsivity, and irritability, which is pretty awesome for with ADHD. Now they do one for adults and kids, but I would definitely recommend checking out with your doctor first, make sure it's safe for you to take if you're on anything else, or just checking out anyway, because it's always handy. Now, Brillia is available from the link in my description of this video, or in the link in my bio, depends where you're watching this video. You can actually use a code ASPI15 to get 15% off as a little bit of a help from me to you, but yeah, it's awesome. Anyway, let's get back to the video. Okay, so the next thing I would say is communicate with your neighbors and friends. Now, if you have neighbors in the area, you know, if you're gonna be trick-or-treating to just your neighbors, well, make them aware that maybe your child on the autism spectrum might need some help, or you may need some help if, you know, you're going to a friend's house for a party, if you're going to your family's house for a party, if your neighbors are having a street party, or next door is having a party, make them aware of your needs and your worries and your concerns, because they may be able to accommodate some of those things as well, because at the end of the day, nobody's evil, right? Everyone just wants to have a good time, so as long as you communicate clearly to people what your needs are and what you kind of maybe would need help with, then they're going to be able to accommodate that. I can guarantee that people are just wanting you to communicate a bit more. This is super vital and super awesome. Okay, so the last thing I'll talk about here is setting realistic expectations. You can't expect that everybody is going to just be all quiet on Halloween. I mean, it's just, it's Halloween, isn't it? Everyone's gonna have a good time, everyone's gonna be partying and doing all these things. So you have to set a realistic expectation. Expect that, yes, it's going to take a little longer to get around the streets if you're kind of avoiding certain houses. Oh, it's gonna take a little bit longer, um, you know, to go and see friends if you're having to kind of avoid certain busier times, etc. So always think of about your expectations for how the night is going to go or how the day is going to go because a lot of people do parties during the day as well as the night so just set a realistic goal set a realistic expectation and that would be super awesome now guys if you have anything to add to help this community pop it in a comment down below i read every single one give this video a thumbs up and share it if you think this is golden for somebody to get help all right i'll see you in the next one peace